We all know how frustrating it is to be in a highly competitive market and try to find the right incentive that will actually catch the prospect or possible renewal's attention. Luckily for us, there is a company that can help us do exactly that, and it's AIM Cruise Incentives. AIM Cruise Incentives is a turnkey marketing program that's completely different. AIM Cruise certificates include a five-day, four-night luxury cruise vacation for two to the Bahamas, the Caribbean, and Mexico. There are over 175 dates and multiple ports to choose from, so booking is super easy for the prospect or the resident. After you purchase your cruise certificates, you and your team have up to 12 months to issue them out to the receiver, which means you can incorporate them into other giveaways or events while allowing prospects and residents up to 36 months to redeem them. They're also fully transferable, and AIM Cruise Incentives will provide you with all of the marketing materials needed to make your campaign a success. All of this is starting at $139 per cruise certificate, depending on the quantity ordered, which let's be honest, is way less than what we normally spend for incentives, but the value is a lot bigger to the prospect. So if you want to increase leases and retention, AIM Cruise Incentives will help you get an edge over your comps and help you lease up faster. Visit aimcruise.com, that's A-I-M cruise.com for additional information on their products and make this lease up year different. Hello and welcome to part three of three of my Market Data and the Crystal Ball episode series. In this episode, Maggie and I finish up our conversation about what types of market data are important and why. If you haven't listened to the other two parts, I would suggest exiting out of this one and starting with part one and two. Meanwhile, stay tuned for the outro at the end of this episode to learn how you can be entered to win a free cruise for two, compliments of AIM Cruise Incentives. And now... Hope you enjoy part three. I'm going to start this off with what I call strategic marketing. And this is something where I've had, it's been a point of contention with a lot of people where, you know, it's like, oh, we're behind, we're behind. You know, when I first come into a situation and you need to find out who your market is, and then you need to market to your market. Because if you are a class C in that market, if you are a class A in that market, if you are a class B, if you are the Motel 6 of that market, if you are the Ritz Carlton in that market, then you need to be spending your marketing dollars on the people that actually go to the Ritz and the people who go to Motel 6, because if you're going to the Ritz customers trying to get them to come to Motel 6, you just wasted a bunch of money. Please stop what you're doing. So know your niche. If you don't like your niche, rebrand your product. And in the meantime, keep going after your niche while trying to move forward. Um, and that's something that kills me. And then also, and this is something that we were talking about earlier. So those dollars, all of the marketing dollars that you can save by not having to offer concessions. So you build a basic product, you go into the market, you're charging basic rents because you did a comp comparison and now you're not leasing. So now you're having to run $500 gift cards. You're having to offer a bunch of concessions on your rents because you're not making market rents. We have all been there. We have all seen it. There's not a single person who is listening to this who is not aware that this problem exists. And I am telling you, there's a way to stop it from happening. You should not have to go into a market and spend $100,000 getting your brand out there. You should go well in advance, know how to get your brand into the market and then have an excellent plan that can be delivered and executed on so that you are not then having to turn around and start decreasing your rents and offer huge concessions and giveaways and specials to be able to drive traffic into your property that you are just going to have to make up for the following year. And it's probably going to take you two years, let's be honest. So there's all my opinion on that. Oh, sorry. I was going to say so much of it is it's so much of a reaction. You know, it's like we've got to be it absolutely is. as marketers 
to know what's happening so that we can get ahead of that. And everyone knows it trains the market to wait for what you're going to offer. And everyone says it's like, oh, well, suddenly it's now because the longer that you wait, then you're not going to be able to take advantage of this great special. Well, then you need to make sure that you're holding true to that because if not, it makes your staff look bad and it makes your property and look bad. It decreases overall value. And it takes, it tells people, let me just keep waiting because they're going to offer something. And in some markets, it's the opposite, right? They offer big and then they decrease it because they don't have the availability. But at the same time, like you need to be able to hire and train your staff they know and they feel confident in the product and the quality of life, whether that's centered around community or location to campus or whatever it is, that that's what your golden nugget is, right? Like that's what your differentiator is and that's what's pushing forward your leasing activity. And it's not these $500, $1,000 gift cards, $25 off your monthly rent, a free Yeti cooler. Like we've all seen it. It's everywhere. It's been going on for years. There's nothing that I dislike more than having to deal with concessions. I hate ordering gift cards, one. They're expensive. That little processing fee is the most annoying thing in the world. And it it decreases, like, it trains the consumer to do something totally different. And we've talked a lot, we've talked about this too, Greta, but it's like, when you're going to buy a t-shirt or when you're going to go buy a Pepsi, it's not like, okay, if you're one of the first five people to come down today and get this LaCroix, (laughs) then you're going to be able to get two LaCroix for the price of one, like, I mean, that's so not we really all rush down and buy LaCroix. Yeah, so the next five people only. It's just like student housing marketing is so often like really bad old infomercials. Oh, the infomercial. God, I totally forgot that you made this analogy. It's so beautiful. And if you call in the next five minutes, we'll be sure to throw in the Snapchat, whatever, either or not, obviously, like Slap Chop. That's the thing that was it Slap Chop, Chop Slap, whatever. It doesn't matter. But yes, this is what we're doing. And listen, here's the thing. We are all we've all done it. I have done it. We get to a panicking state and we all sometimes have to give into this. So, again, it is not a judgment. It's could we all please just come to the agreement? Can we all go to a conference or something? And we all say, all right, this year, this is what we're going to do from now on. Everybody's going to come in. They're going to offer their biggest thing that they're willing to give away. Here are our rates. We're all going to tell everybody in the market we're going to move forward. I get this is not a world that we will be able to live in. However, we can all acknowledge that a couple of things aren't working. They aren't driving traffic to our community. These contests of, you know, get entered to win, take a tour, enter to win. It's like, are, are you really getting a return on that? If you go, the next five people that come in to sign a lease, they're going to get blah, 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 blah. Are you getting a rush of traffic in at that moment that's responding to that? And if you are, then I stand corrected. I will happily stand corrected. It is, it is merely <laughs> just my experience, experience. Yeah. that we do this in yeah. hopes of it working. And then we don't get the response that we want, but at least we tried that theory and it sounded good, but it didn't, it didn't work, you know, and And it sucks. It really effing sucks. I think that like when it comes to saving money, you need to, I mean, like if you know how to market to people, then that's going to inform so much. And that's like your saving grace. Um, You see on social media a ton, student housing social media is very interesting to me because it's not like any other. Oh, don't, we can't even talk about social media. I have a whole other podcast and so many opinions about social media. It kills me. It kills me so bad. But it's, I mean, I guess that's the thing. Like, if you know how your market is going to react to your brand and you know how they're engaging with you, you're going to spend less money because you know, you know your consumer. And in every mm-hmm. other industry, 
people know their consumer and they make decisions based off of the needs of their consumer. But in student housing, so often we miss a big part of that and we re- resort to like product pushing versus pushing like the value and what it means to live here and what's that lifestyle like of the property. You know what? what yes, we're just going to talk about it because we'll talk about it twice. It's fine. Yes. Talk about that because that is something. All we do is product push and we do it on social media and we do it constantly. And I just said we weren't going to talk about it, but we are. It's applicable to so many different things. However, I don't think that it's working in this particular instance. And on social media, we are the most guilty of it. We are not providing quality content. We are pushing products, asking people to do something while offering them nothing in return. We aren't entertaining them. We aren't making them laugh. We aren't informing them. We are constantly telling them about events and specials at our property and begging them to come down and lease from us. And we do it out on the streets as well. And that's something that we need to take into consideration. And I think that that's, that's literally what you're talking about is that there's no real creativity behind it. We're just project or product pushing. Yeah. And I mean, I have been in, I guess I would say for at least really for the last year and a half, two years, I've kind of abandoned this idea of promotional products for the most part. There's some, I know they're necessary in certain instances, but you, I mean, you spend so much money as a, as a marketer, on promotional products and you can't track your ROI most most of the time. Um, and if you are using like vanity numbers and stuff, great. Maybe you're able to track it. Maybe people are actually not gonna look at that promotional product and call you, but they're gonna look at the name and they're gonna look at the ad word. And so then you're still not gonna know. Um, there's just a lot of unknown variables when it comes to that. So I think that as you understand your consumer and as you know how to cater to them, whether that's, which we said before, whether it's through like student influencer marketing or being a creator of a lot of content and HubSpot is known for like this saying, like content is king. And that is true in different ways, but it's like, what kind of content are you creating and how is that content adding value to your consumer? That does not mean you're posting for Margarita Monday and to come down to the clubhouse. I mean, you need to be posting information and you need to be creating content. That is one, it's free. A lot of it's online. And you're, you're, creating, that, or you're creating that content because it's speaking to your consumer and your consumer is going to understand your brand. They're going to understand why they need to live there because it's with people that are like them and that understand their set of values and their goals and their ambitions. But that is just so often missed in student housing and we're creating so much of this like bro pad, like pool parties and... Possible uh, here did you just say bro pad? Yeah, I'm sorry. That's my. No, I love that. That was friggin' beautiful. We are creating bro pad. <laughs> I know. I'm terrible. Sorry, everyone. Forgive me. But it's, I mean, that's what it is. Like, are we creating bro pads? Because I know and I believe in my heart that student housing is so much more than that. You're creating a place that people are going to have memories and they're going to remember for the rest of their lives. And we are there to be a servant to these students and be able to create experiences for them to not only excel educationally, but socially. And how are we going to, what decisions do we make in our development process that not only influence how they study and how they're performing, but it improves them as a person and helps them become better. And a lot of times you, I mean, there's nothing. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was totally interesting, but that's the thing, Maggie, is that I feel like that's something that we all talk about and it's something that we all write in our mission statements and we put it in our Res Life program. We want the student to become a better person, you know, after leaving here or whatever it may be. But the thing is, is that again, 
you have to know the student. So I feel like what that student, you know, what these students are going for. And this isn't just something that we need to be saying. We need to bring the heart back. We need to bring the sanctity back to the fact that we are building homes during one of the most influential times of these kids' lives. This is during their, their education, their college year. So we're talking about home, which is sacred. Let's make a great home that people love. So build a great product that has amazing service that has been sourced and confirmed that there is a need in this market. So we are building this great home that people want to live in. And then we, from there, we have, we actually managed to have a positive impact on them through all of our services that we recognize that they need during this. Let's talk about it. Let's have the data to back it up. Let's do it, I mean, and then let's go forward. As you study, like, the upcoming generations, you see that it's so much centered around community and a sense of place. And we have the wonderful opportunity as developers in the student housing industry that not only do we get to do this one time, but we get to influence people year over year. Oh, my and gosh. I know. Good design. Yeah. And sorry, I don't know if I'm cutting you off. <laughs> No, no, you're good. Sorry, everybody. We have a, it's, it isn't always super easy when we're dealing with a, a phone and a microphone. So again, that's where you're catching delays and interrupting each other. That and Maggie and I just like to interrupt each other because we get really excited. Um, but no, it's, it's true. And we went, we went slightly off topic, but not really, because I feel like it all kind of, it's very, it's all a part of the same thing. And so to just really kind of hit that point home, the areas that you can save money on and why is if you have all of the, so really I've, I've said this before, and, you know, I said this in a previous podcast that just like any other industry, we have to collect the marketing data, the true marketing data, figure out where there is a need in a market and then build a product around it and then deliver it well. I'm telling you about this earlier that I have this thing hidden in my LinkedIn profile because let's be honest, nobody reads a shit. It's, you know, you've got like, we all have our whole thing in there and it's like, if you have to click the show more button, none of us are going to do it. And so, you know, underneath all of this, you know, BSBS, it's, are you still reading this? Here's my real opinion. And I feel like this sums it up kind of perfectly. Great marketing exists when a superior product is properly presented in a market that has proven a need through proper research and backed with excellent ongoing service. You do that, then you don't have to spend hundreds of th or thousands of dollars on marketing. So you do the research where there is a proven need and you back it with excellent ongoing service. Word of mouth will take care of you. I promise you that. And also, can we all just start going into markets a lot sooner than we are? Because seriously, if you're going into a new development market in August of the same year, you're going to end up spending like $30,000 more than you need to. That's just a side note. So I think that, you know, I think that pretty much that kind of sums it up. I'm going to say, Mag, do you have anything else that you want to add? Because otherwise, I feel like we've talked this straight into the ground. <laughs> you know, I would just say that as a developer, you have such a great ability to influence people. And when you're developing student housing, it's, I know we kind of touched on the 30, but think about like what your your child or your grandkid or whoever is going to live there. Like think about them and like what kind of property do you want them to live in? Do you want it to be focused around pool parties? And do you want it to be focused around these great amenity packages? Or do you want it to be focused around something that's going to help them grow as a student and as a person? And is the location going to be something that helps them as well? Like, are they going to be able to walk to class? Are they having to 
you know, travel really far distances to go to to go to school still? Are they going to get in their car and all this kind of stuff that influences your decision? So I take it like when I'm looking at an asset, it's like how does this asset really affect people? Because at the end of the day, like it's about so much more than the numbers. It's about the people that are going to live there and what kind of influence you're going to be able to have over their lives. You know what? That's beautiful because the thing is, is that all the data that we're talking about, really all we're doing is figuring people and then build a product for them. Absolutely. So you're just keeping the people there. Keep the people in the plan. Um, All right. (laughs) So this was like... Yes. Um, so it's funny, it's data driven decisions, but really they are people it all translates to the same thing. So with that, this is a million years long. I feel like everybody knows how much I hate that because all I ever hear is about how long these are. So I will talk to Wes about shortening this down. Maybe we break it up into two parts because I know everybody only wants to be able to listen to it on their commute. And this is way longer than a standard commute unless you're in Seattle. And I've I've driven that one and it sucks. Anyway, so Maggie, you are amazing. (laughs) I appreciate you. I miss your friggin' face. And thank you so much for, you know, giving up practically your whole Saturday to talk about the subject with me. (laughs) Of course, it was great. If anybody has any questions, feel free to reach out. Yeah. If you hate us now, um, hopefully you don't. That would hurt my feelings. But (laughs) if we did say something that you disagree with, always, I am always, I'm serious about willing to hear the other side. I'm not here to pretend like I know everything. Um, I just say what I know. And if somebody has something that they know better, please educate me by every, every, all means necessary. You know, education is sacred to me. So definitely, definitely shove it back in my face and be like, listen, you're wrong. I love it. Do it. Do it. Make me wrong. Maggie, same thing. If you want to tell Maggie, tell, tell Maggie she's wrong. Tell Maggie she's more wrong yeah. than me. Just kidding. Okay. I always so say, thank you guys like, you for taking time. You don't know what you don't know? Yeah, because like you don't know what you don't know. So tell us what we don't know. Exactly. <laughs> yes. So thank you for spending this Saturday with me. I appreciate you. And uh, thank you guys for hanging out and make all the way to the end. There's probably an outro after this. So keep listening because that's what we do. And uh, keep the, the data and the people in your business and save so much money. All right. <laughs> Bye. Hey, everyone. Big news. AIM Cruise Incentives will be giving a cruise certificate to one of our lucky listeners. Head over to studenthousinginsight.com forward slash AIM Cruise, that's A-I-M Cruise, and enter to win a free cruise for two to the Bahamas, the Caribbean, or Mexico, compliments of AIM Cruise Incentives.